Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You guys are ruining my watch time because I had to come here and do this podcast while I was watching, so... Hi guys, welcome to Lovecast, the Boys Love Podcast. I am your host, Alexa, and with me are my fellow hosts, Pixie and Kayla. Hey. 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 So today we're going through our thoughts on what I would describe as like TV's multiverse of madness moment. Um, we're going to be talking about Our Sky 2 and getting into all of our thoughts on the different episodes and pairings and all that jazz. But first, Pixie. But first, <laughs> in a little over a week, we will be touching down on Thai grounds. <laughs> Wild. It's truly wild. Yay. And it's super exciting. We will be talking to actors. We will be talking to like a lot of people that we've interviewed before. Mm-hmm. Go exploring, vlogging, tattooing, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so please like stay tuned. Go join our Patreon for exclusive stuff and just Come have fun with us. We're we're filming everything. Yeah. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff on our social media. So if you're mm. not following us there, make sure you yes. go do it. Yeah, we'll definitely be posting stuff on Patreon. And also, if you still want to like help support funding towards the trip, we have like mm-hmm. our Ko-Fi and our yeah PayPal uh, and merch and all that fun stuff in the links. In yeah, the donate donating through Ko-Fi is great because they don't take a cut of anything so we're 100 yeah. of the money is going to us and that means that we can do more stuff right now like we're limited to the money that we do have which we've saved up mm-hmm. but the more we have the more opportunities we'll have so the more yeah. bl experiences we can try and create for ourselves I'm without breaking to our get own into banks a bl boy house <laughs> Yeah. If I have we're gonna to buy, we're in gonna there. buy a BL boy house. No, we can buy the one that's on the market for like two million dollars. Give us money, guys. Though. Anyone wants to give us two million dollars, we will buy a BL house, and then we can move to Thailand. And then I know Pixie wants us to move to Norway, but we can just all move to yeah. Thailand and just bring my whole do the podcast out of a mm-hmm. BL house, mm-hmm. and it'll be a great time. Yeah. But yeah, so we're excited about the trip. We've got a lot of things planned. Make sure you're staying tuned to our socials. And if you do want to still support us financially, if that's something you're able to do, if you if you want to, you can find all of our links in the description. But yeah, yeah. we can't wait and to it, share it the trip with you guys. it helps just watching our stuff too. Yeah. Like on YouTube and Spotify, we do get like some tiny bit of extra money revenue every every couple months ten dollars per ten thousand views so (laughs) get started (laughs) but yeah liking sharing watching commenting all that stuff is super helpful to make the algorithm push our episodes out to more people so yeah Mm -hmm. yes so Now that we've gotten the promo out of the way, let's get into our sky. 
So to start with the general info, so this version of Our Sky was a lot bigger than the original one. So this one focused on eight different pairings from eight different of B- GMMTV's recent ish, like in the last two or three, three year BLs. Mm-hmm. And each one got two episodes. So it was 16 episodes total. And I figure with each one, we can just kind of talk about a little bit about like the plot synopsis, how it tied into the original story, if it tied into the original story, production and audience reception, and obviously like our own likes and dislikes about each episode. But yeah, let's just kind of jump right into it. And I put them in the order that they aired. So we're going to start with Never Let Me Go. And I feel like Kayla will have thoughts on that one because I know she's in their pompoon era right now. So I didn't actually watch the original show. So (laughs) yeah, we know. (laughs) We know Pixie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess I have a clear bias when it comes to this one. And I feel like most people are going to go into our sky like that. Like if you already like the original show, you're probably going to like your faves. But this one was definitely my favorite one out of all of them mm-hmm. because I just felt like it suited the vibe of our sky so well. Because like if anybody, this is like such an old thing, but if anybody remembers, for example, Off Gun Story, I'm pretty sure there was some body swap body element swap. to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so right. it just is always something that's a little kooky. I don't know how else to describe it. It's something that's almost like, I don't know if the word is supernatural <laughs> because it's not yeah. a ghost thing, but far-fetched. Nope, it's not ghost <laughs> no. fiction. They're, like, they're supposed Fictional. to be like fan fiction AUs basically, but mm-hmm. like yeah. brought to life. Almost. Crossover stuff. Mm-hmm. Sort of. And I feel mm-hmm. like Never Let Me Go really like went hard on the like alternate universe aspect like, and they really brought a fun element to it. So... Yeah. Yeah. I think like it was just that... go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> it was go just ahead. like really cool to see mm-hmm. them use the time travel thing, which is like probably very overdone at this point, but I just feel like the way that they utilized it for their story and if you like take into consideration the original, it just it fits so well together. Like this whole switch up of Palm. Palm. The whole switch up mm-hmm. of Palm being the lord or whatever, mm-hmm. and then Nung Diao being his servant. It was just, like, very well thought out. I feel like it was very well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've, I've talked about it a lot that, like, I, I'm super excited for, like, be able to start getting into more historical, like, dramas and stuff like that. So it was so nice to have a little piece of one with Palm and Nung before the actual series start coming out in a couple months. But yeah, I really appreciated the the dynamic and the way that I know P. Jojo talked on Twitter about he how he was trying to make it seem like they were in like a historical Tyla Corn. So he was using a lot of those tropes that you would typically see in a Thai historical corn. Like I know he people gave him some flack on Twitter for like going into the like husband wife trope thing again mm. but he responded he was like i did that on purpose because that's a trope that you see in like the thai historical accords and that's the vibe i was trying to emulate right. with this story so that's yeah. why i included like yeah, those terms and these phrases that they often pop up in these this type of lacorn so i thought it was really cool that he kind of like went all in on the lacorn vibe and like connected it with what you would actually see in a, a Tyler Corn. So it was really interesting mm-hmm. the way he did the story. Yeah, I yeah. really liked it. I thought it was a good way yeah. to start off the whole franchise. Is that the word to use for it? The whole special? I don't really know what to call it, but I thought it was like a really Me strong either. start for it and kind of came out the gate with something really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have <laughs> no words <laughs> Zero I'm like, words. Zero should we actually be explaining what happens in the special well i, I sort of got the niche of it like they go back in time and do stuff as husband and wife i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> they go back in time and do stuff that's not wrong explain the plot in 30 it's basically seconds. like okay it's basically that Palm and Nung Diao find out from this fortune teller that 
they have been together for like three or four lifetimes now and every single Mm -hmm. time it's ended in tragedy with like one of them dying or being separated from the other so they have to go back in time to their first lifetime together where they met and then try to prevent them from dying again yeah in the present one Mm -hmm. but it's interesting because like everyone's roles are reversed and there are some characters from the original that come back and play like just characters you would not expect that are very opposite of them but yeah that's basically it heather is timing you in in the chat (laughs) (laughs) she said your 30 seconds are up i will say it sounds very like k-drama-esque it does it's a very k-drama plot like we've been together for lifetimes that's that's so k-drama and i love it like that yeah soulmates yeah 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 for soulmates okay so star in my mind i feel like i watched this one but i feel like I don't know if we're going to really do talking about it justice because I didn't watch the original show. <laughs> so I feel like Same. I didn't get a lot of connection to it. But in terms of plot, it kind of just seemed like it was following up from where the story cut off and they were kind of like a year had passed and they were kind of like reminiscing on like, this is where we met a year ago and now we're back here again, but our relationship is very different type thing. There was a camping trip involved, like the typical BL camping trip that we always get. And it was very cute, but like, it was really hard to connect with the characters as someone who didn't watch the original story. So I don't, I don't feel like I don't really have a lot to say with how it connected to the original. It seemed very much like just a continuation of where the series itself left off. But I just like, yeah, yeah. My... I will say, go, oh, ahead, Pixie. go ahead. I was gonna say I will say I thought that June plays a very good simp. Like I feel like Pixie would probably hate his character because he's just very much like. <laughs> like hopelessly in love like non-stop like bringing oh. out the cheesiness the cuteness but it's it suits june very well like i think he plays well, that i don't have a problem really well. with it when it suits the character or the they person. just have a problem with it when it's jimmy yeah jimmy doesn't <laughs> it doesn't suit him okay listen he needs uh, like bad buddy like ruined it for me i just I, <laughs> you can't see him any other way now no <laughs> No, but starting my mind, when it originally aired, I felt like I couldn't watch it because it was too, like, the only way to explain it is too childish Mm. for me. Mm. It it felt, yeah, I just, it just felt too, too simple and and childish. Um, And that doesn't mean it was bad or anything. It's just Mm -hmm. like a preference thing. And I do like my stories a little more adult and dark. Yeah. yeah. So I will say, I think of all of the ones that I watched, this one felt more like just a pair of special episodes as opposed to like some sort Mm of alternate universe really bringing in something to switch it up or make it Mm. like... I don't know if difference is the right word, but it kind of just felt like a continuation of the story. Like it didn't necessarily feel like this is an Our Sky episode. It kind of just felt like this is some special episode for a star in my mind. And it just mm-hmm. kind of like was what it very was. Very superficial. If that makes sense. Yeah, it was very simple. It was very simple. So I guess mm-hmm. and maybe that's just like a characteristic of the whole series overall. But I do like the mm-hmm. chemistry between Jung and Dunk as someone who had like not watched mm-hmm. them in star in my mind it makes me a little Mm -hmm. bit more excited to see hidden agenda later this year and then like i think it's gotten me on board with their chemistry a little bit more so i think that was at least one benefit that i like them as a pairing and Mm -hmm. as actors in general i just this it's like the plot of star in my mind just doesn't do it for me yeah and that's how i feel too but i wanted to watch it so we could at least say something about it i feel like (laughs) probably didn't do it justice and Someone who watched it can probably give a better, like, analysis on it in the comments. So if you watched it and if you liked Star in My Mind, please let us know what you thought about the special episodes. But they were cute. They just, like, they're meant to be for people who watch the show. So just, like, kind of watching them out of context. It's like like, a fan service thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So that's all I have to say on that. Thoughts, Kayla? (laughs) I don't think Kayla watched them either. didn't watch the original or... Our yeah. sky, yeah. It, because of the same thing, the story just yeah. didn't reel me in in any way. Mm-hmm. 
So I have literally nothing to add. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we can move on to the eclipse because I know Pixie wants to talk oh, about it. I have stuff to say about this too. <laughs> I have stuff to mm. say. <laughs> I like spoiler alert. It's not all good. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. just gonna start with that. <clears throat> so this is like the only one that I actually finished. Just <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm behind. <laughs> but I really like. I enjoyed in the beginning the callback to Brokeback Mountain. I think like I I love that they're sort of like bringing in like the western western stuff into the show, like making it more real, sort of. Mm-hmm. So that was cute and funny. I was laughing. I thought like the the two episodes didn't have the death of the original show. Mm-hmm. It sort of kept playing on the same plot points, or not even plot points, like the characterizations of Ak and Ayan and how their relationship is. And I sort of felt like, okay, it... At the end of the eclipse, they sort of resolved that. So picking it up again now kind of sort of just felt like it, they're dragging you it know, out. Like, yeah, it, it didn't work, honestly. And there was no... Like, I feel it felt so far from the eclipse as a show that it's just... Dude, couldn't they just have given us, like happy married life kind of <laughs> two episodes like the end when they're actually just like cuddling and being like domesticated and even like the the, the shower scene like even that was cute and i mean i could have watched two episodes with that and been happy about it but this like drama just bouncing back and forth it was really annoying yeah, I think that was the complaint I saw most about this one. I said the drama felt unnecessary and it felt Very. out of character, which mm-hmm. I guess kind of harkens. I don't know if I'm using that word in the right context. Back to what you said about like they had resolved these things by the end of the eclipse. So why does it feel like we've taken steps back yeah. in terms of like their characterization? But I think, yeah, I do agree with that. And I think that seemed to be the general consensus about those episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned characterization because that was also a big issue that I had. Honestly, like I was really, really disappointed yeah. by this one. And that pains me so much because I love mm-hmm. the eclipse. But Same. my thing is that I felt like they were so out of character the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the way that specifically I was being characterized I feel like they took away all of his empathy that he had Mm -hmm. for, like, Mm -hmm. people who are oppressed. I feel like they made him kind of, like, this anti-woke person. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, made no sense to me in comparison to his attitude in the original series. And that, like, really bothered me. I don't know if, like, there was something, like, weird with the translations of certain scenes and things Mm -hmm. just didn't, like, come across the same way. But I felt like they almost assassinated his character. And I did not like it at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also just didn't think the story, like you said, had really anything to do with the eclipse. And I kept joking that I should be the one who writes it for them (laughs) because I really think they missed an opportunity to use the whole curse thing as a plot point. Yeah. And I feel like they should have made it a thing where they're still in high school and they find out that the curse is real and then they have to go and investigate like how it actually started and i just think that it would have made it a lot more in line with our sky and with the eclipse yeah but instead they did this like the bickering back and forth thing Mm. about non-issues and then the whole thing with watt and his film which was actually like the only part i liked (laughs) (laughs) what in his little film but like even then there were so many scenes where i was like they could have used utilized this better like they didn't Mm -hmm. need to have in that scene of them recreating movie scenes or something like that yeah it just felt like they didn't do a lot with the time that they had and I guess part of that is because they were very rushed to film, like literally yeah. had like four days, something like that film. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I think like it really, my... really suffered. 
overarching things that I think I want to touch on at the end because I noticed that throughout a couple of them but I think this is the one where like the time constraints were most evident especially knowing like having like talked to like the people behind the show and knowing how much love and like Mm -hmm. passion they put into that original story it even felt like out of character for them to have like gone Mm -hmm. this route with like their special episode so I think yeah this one was really a victim of like the time constraint and what I feel was like a rush production process yeah saying that I I sat through the two episodes thinking like this is, doesn't seem like it was something produced by them mm-hmm. because yeah. it was so off and all the like amazing shots and stuff you have in the clips and all the symbology look it's none of it is there like mm-hmm. it's so, it's so superficial and this shows how bad the clips could have been if yeah. they didn't take the care we're lucky to. we're lucky it was just these two episodes that like were yeah i mean say what you want about the eclipse but the care and the the love that went into making that show really yeah. like appreciate please <laughs> yeah. yeah i will say That's why like, i was so um, disappointed yeah I had, like, a moment at the end when the whole birthday thing was going and Ak thought that Ion had forgotten about Mm -hmm. his birthday. And, you know, I was just sitting there thinking, like, that is so cruel. That, that... I thought the same thing. so cruel to have your boyfriend... Go around all day thinking you for like you forgot their Acting birthday. Like forgot, yeah. It doesn't make up the surprise doesn't make up for that. Mm-hmm. He was miserable the entire day. What yeah, the fuck? I hated that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also couldn't tell if they were still trying to push a watt with the teacher, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, same, same. Because every time I was like, oh, this is kind of cute, like a mentor type thing, it would. St- it would linger on a little vibe. too long. Yeah. yeah. I was like... There's such a weird vibe there. And I don't, like... It has not sat well with me since, like, the show. And, like, they didn't go there in the show. But the way that they promoted the two actors is what made me feel like they were trying to have that kind of, like, undertone there. And yeah. I feel like the Our Sky episodes kind of, like, highlighted that even more. And I don't like it. <laughs> No, um, lingering stares were too much. Yeah, I'm like this is this is, <laughs> this is this is going over a line that I don't like, and I'm like yeah, I agree. Yeah, and mm. Khan and Tua, like, <laughs> like do they even exist? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> literally, the way everyone was like so excited to see Neo and Louis together again, and I just feel like it. It was just like oh, Nothing, they were like, they're there, like, kind of <laughs> literal crumbs. They're literal like, crumbs. They're like, Props. <laughs> yeah. They're li- literal props in the episodes. Yeah, oh my so. god! Yeah, it was very disappointing. It was um, disappointing. I did. Yeah, I did love the last scenes where they were just like living their domesticated life. Mm-hmm. That's the only like thing that I'm just like. Yeah, I got a good feeling out of that, but everything else now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it sucks because this was the first one of the, like, whole Our Sky thing to start filming. And, like, Mm -hmm. I remember the excitement on, like, social media when we started getting pictures and they were, like, doing their first cue and everyone was like, oh my god, it's happening. I can't wait to see, like, what kind of story this is gonna be. And, like, in the end, it was like, (laughs) oof. The story, the story wasn't storying. That this is literally comes in handy. The story wasn't storying. Also, it really annoyed me that they were all wearing new clothes. (laughs) Even Aku is supposed to be poor. Is wearing like crispy new clothes. Uh, Pixie's gonna point this out in every drama she she watches me discuss from here on out. It's gonna be yep. Pixie's new corner. Like, does their fashion Just pass wait the Pixie until we test? get to a tale of a thousand stars? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah. So that's yeah. that on the eclipse. Okay. Vice versa. This is my one. So since Jesse have like a little plot synopsis. For this one, basically it takes place five years after the plots of the series, vice versa. And Puen and Talei are like, in that point in their life where like, they've gotten really comfortable and they're like, are we making time for each other? Like, we feel like there's, 
like it's kind of like missing that spark you know where you get to that point in your relationship and basically one day this like child shows up on their door and like starts calling them both papa and so like they assume that like one of the um tests or i'm forgetting the other person's name but one of the people who they switch bodies with in the original universe like got someone pregnant while they were universe switched and so like it's about them like taking having to take care of this child and like trying to figure out where he came from and i loved it like this i think was my favorite one of all of the r sky episodes it just felt like in my opinion like this one had some of the best like characterization compared to the original show like it felt like they were very in line with where their characters ended in the original show and it felt like like a realistic place for them to be five years down the line but also like this kid coming in and like claiming to be their dads and like them basically having to become like parents overnight kind of brought that like out there element that makes our sky like kind of fun and then you're kind of like where did this come from like you know, parents to lay in Puen. Like, it was just really fun to see. Mm-hmm. And I really thought that it was a cute story for them and kind of fitting for where their characters were at in their domestic lifestyle. I really was, like, hoping that they would end, like, adopting the kids. Like, that was, like, I was, like, if they don't adopt this child, I'm going to be so disappointed. But it turned out that, like, the kid was the son of one of their friend's sisters and, like, he was supposed to be babysitting mm. them, but, like, this was, like, their whole plan to start making Puen and Talay spend time together again. So they kind of just, like, sent this child to a stranger's house and was, like, he sent his nephew to this stranger's wow. house and was, like, pretend to be this, this, these That's people's, like, kids. So I thought that was kind of, like, a weird, <laughs> I was, like, why, why would you endanger a child like this? And I feel like it kind of took away a little bit from, like, enjoying all of the moments of them kind of, like, parenting him in the previous like episode and a half but overall I really I just really like seeing them as parents and I think this is where you talk about like your bias coming out because I was just like seeing these two as like having to parent this kid was just like super cute and it made me really happy to watch and yeah I don't I, I don't know it's just I really I really enjoyed where the story went besides like the weird way that they end up tying the kid in in the end but overall, I just thought like, it was a really fun episode for our sky. So, yeah, I think. Can it I say it sounds favorite. really random? It is really random, but it yeah, also from kind of what like- I've heard, like about vice versa, and then them having a special episode where like there's like pseudo parents suddenly sounds well, very random. <laughs> Because it's because we didn't get to see much of them in their universe in the original mm-hmm. vice versa. So like it like the last episode and a half was them like being back in their real universe. And Jamie and C had kind of mentioned like this Our Sky episode is going to be you getting to see Puen and Tele like living as a couple in their universe as opposed to this alternate universe. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it is very different from like where they were in the series, but it kind of fits in with them like having to be a couple in, like, their regular universe where they had previously, like, gotten together in an all-switched universe, basically. So, yeah, I think, like, if you had not watched Vice Versa and, and had, like, only heard about the plot, I think it does sound kind of random. But when you actually watch it, I think it's very fitting for where their relationship was at, like, in that point in the story. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I can get that. It was fun. I was it, it just their story or did they tie in any of the other people no this one wasn't literally bad buddy and a tale of a thousand stars were the only two that did any sort of like connection which we'll we'll get into that because i know you have confusion (laughs) around that pixie but i know there was a rumor when people found like started thinking that there was going to be crossovers people thought that vice versa and my school president were going to cross over because one of the sets they used mm. in the my school president one was a set that they had used in the original vice versa series. And so like a lot of people thought that they were somehow going to cross them over, but like it wasn't, it was just them. Yeah. And even like, That's there wasn't really a lot money. of the, mm. it was for the best. <laughs> Cause I was like, how would you combine my school president and vice versa? But yeah, it was really just like polite, polite, polite. To when and play, like even the side characters in the show weren't super prevalent in their Our Sky episodes, but it was a fun one. So, mm. yeah. yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Getting into the My School President one, I liked it. I thought that it was gonna be my favorite. Like, I just coming off of like how attached I was to My School President, and maybe it's because like the show 
it, it hasn't been that long since the show ended, so I'm still, like, really attached to the original characters. But this one, they kind of did, like... They basically retold the story from the beginning if Tin and Gun's characters had switched. So, like, if Gun was, like, the uptight school president type with the crush and Tin was the music club leader, which I thought was fun. I think I will... But I, like, I kind of wanted to see something new from them. So, like, just, like, seeing the original scene switched with, like, their character switch was, like... I still enjoyed it a lot, but, like, I feel like I would have preferred to see something new from them, if that makes sense. Like, seeing their characters doing something completely different as, like, the original universe, Tin and Gun. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of Easter eggs that I really did like about it. Like, the fact that Two and Poor were actually dating in this version... I thought that was a really good way to show that they were listening to the fans because one of the biggest fan theories throughout my school president was that two and poor were secretly dating. So the fact that they had them secretly dating in the Our Sky episodes was a cool little tidbit that I think they worked in for the fans. But it was fun to see them kind of like switch and like act as how they thought like each other's characters would act both with like Gemini and fourth and the rest of the cast as well. So I did have fun with it. I was just kind of like, it's not what I wanted to see from their our sky episode, but I ended up having more fun with it than I thought I would. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way about it. Like, I don't know what other approach they could have taken, but I really thought it was funny seeing everyone switched and just like, Seeing everyone's imitations of each other was so funny. I feel like if I... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Went back and watched it again. I would notice even more things. Like, too and poor <laughs> being switched was so funny. Yeah. The moms being switched was so funny. Oh my gosh, I can't remember the guy's name. Never mind, I can't remember his name. Basically, every... <laughs> Sound I'm so bad win. with names today. Yeah. Sound and wind switching. Do they switch with each other? Yeah. 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 It, like that aspect of it was so funny. Just mm-hmm. seeing this alternative universe. Even like Chinzilla not being a thing and it being a lion. Yeah, it was like a lion instead. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah, were I. To push more merch. <laughs> basically. Oh. <laughs> I have a whole point about that actually, but I maybe <laughs> I should save that. <laughs> we can but, talk about it at the end <laughs> yeah but yeah 
I feel the same way. Like, I, it would have been nice to see a different story with them, but mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily mind the one that they told, and I thought yeah. it was pretty funny. Like, the yeah. humor was spot on, as it was, was really, in the original. really funny. <laughs> I love the song. Like, I'm glad that they, I mean, they all release yes. songs for all of the episodes, but, like, of mm-hmm. course, my school president having had like so much music being such a big part of the original i love gemini's song that he released for this one love 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 (laughs) i think it was called yeah it was a really good it was a really good song and and that felt like very my school president like just like such a good good song they released with it but yeah it was super funny to watch i did love seeing them kind of like act as each other when they were switched and i love what you pointed out kayla about how even though poor was like technically switched with two, like he was, I think this was you that pointed out that he was still like the best dressed person in the yeah. entire show. <laughs> like yeah. that, that even if he switches his character completely, that part will never change about him. He will always be a fashion icon. Yeah, and it would have been kind of funny to see two dressed like almost in an exaggerated way of poor. Yeah, I think they should yeah, have did that. That would have been funny. But. Yeah, it was good overall, but I I wanted more from them. And I think that was just, like, coming so soon after my school president. Like, I wanted to see mm-hmm. something different from it. I did like the little, like, tinge of, like, the university scene that they gave us at the end. But my brain was like, oh, I wanted mm-hmm. to see that with, like, the original Tin and Gun. Like, give me, like, original Tin and Gun yeah. university era kind of thing. But overall, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It made me laugh a lot. So that was definitely a plus with it. But yeah. What came next? A boss and a babe with Force Book. Mm-hmm. Kayla, you really liked this one, right? I did really like this mm-hmm. one. I think this one was another that felt like it was just two more episodes tacked mm-hmm. on to the original series. Literally like uh, the week so, after the series ended. Yeah, literally. Came out. There was no break in between. And even though it didn't have like that fantasy element to it, I really liked how... The thought process of Cher wanting to switch places and become the boss to teach Mm -hmm. Gunn a lesson about how he treats others. I Mm. thought that was really funny. And they are just like, I mean, the perfect pair to pull something like that off. Oh, my God. (laughs) Cher trying to act as the boss was too funny. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened in that. (laughs) Oh, my God. My mind is really (laughs) blinking today. I did not watch these ones, so that's my admittance, is that I did not watch the Oblivion <laughs> ones yet, so. Mm. Oh, there's another thing about it. I was like, this special really solidified for me that Gunn's character is so autism-coded, mm. because there were a ton of moments where... He w- the employees would say things like, oh, yeah, when Gunn gets like this, he can't have the lights too bright and he can't have the screen too bright and he can't like deal with the sound of someone like coughing or like this mm. noise of them playing with the pen. And I was like, oh, this is so autistic. Yeah. <laughs> this representation. That is, that's another divergent. <laughs> yeah. That's another big thing that I was like, this just connects so well with the original series because I felt like that throughout the original as well. Mm-hmm. That he was like very neurodivergent. I guess that they both were in different ways. But yeah, I liked that it felt very consistent throughout their characters did. Unlike the eclipse. <laughs> it's like it's like autism BF and ADHD BF. Like that that is their dynamic. That's exactly what it is. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just fun. Like it was another one where nothing was super serious. I guess the only thing that I kind of wish was brought up again was time. Yeah. Because is that, that's Drake's like what happened right? to him? Yeah, what happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would have taken down the mood to bring him in, but I'm still very curious about some of the plot holes that a boss and babe leapt off on. And I mm-hmm. guess because these special episodes connected so much with the originals, I expected maybe some level of them being filled in, but there wasn't. It was just all fun and gags, <laughs> which is fine. Totally movies. fits the series. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I have to go back and watch that one. But yeah. 
Let's dive into Bad Buddy and A Tale of a Thousand Stars. I feel like you kind of have to talk about them together because they were so interconnected. What I you tell say... me that now? <laughs> tell me before I yeah. start the show. <laughs> we definitely we have to that. give like a summary of this one because it spans yeah. over four episodes. Yeah. So essentially, it starts off with Pat and Pran, and they're in that time period, like in the final episode, like those three years where they were pretending to have broken up, but they were secretly dating. And their faculties are fighting to put on a play. And the play that Pran wants to put on is a story that he found online. And it's basically the story of Tien and Napupa's like love story. And so their advisor is like, well, if you're going to put the story on, you have to go get their the author's permission because I don't want you to get in any type of trouble down the line. So oh, that's how that's Pran... That's why he was there. Yeah, that's how Pran ends up in the village is that he is there to get permission to use the story that Tien wrote to turn it into a play. And Pran ends up following him there because they were kind of fighting over something. But like, they were trying to like... Pran was trying to prove that he could do it without Pat. And Pat was kind of going along to be like, actually, you need me type thing. And that's how they ended up in the village. And then it turns into the two A Tale of a Thousand Stars episodes, which is the ones that you tried to watch. But yeah, so it was kind of like... (laughs) The I first Bad one. Buddy one was very much just Pat and Pran up until like the, the last couple minutes when Pran ends up in the village. Mm-hmm. And then the two middle ones were supposed to be like the complete crossover episodes. And then the final episode was supposed to be mainly a Tale of a Thousand Stars focus. Although I feel like Pat and Pran were still in that one a lot, obviously, because Tian and Poopa were like in Bangkok and watching the play and stuff like that. But yeah, I was okay. I will say I was surprised that. Um and Nanon's chemistry was still chemistrying as in as much right. as it was. Like with all the speculation about them not being close anymore in real life and like the way that they were promoting for the series and how like not happy they looked throughout like the entire promotion process. Yeah, they're good they actors. slipped back into Pat and Prince so easily. And they are good actors. And so that kind of goes into the theory of like why you could get into a lot of things about the way that they've been acting with each other in real life. But yeah, I guess like I kind of expect, I mean, I shouldn't have expected because they're actors, but I just didn't know what to expect from seeing them get back into the roles because there's been so much speculation with them, like with what's been going on with them in real life. But like, it really took me right back to like how attached I was to Pat and Perrin when I was watching Bad Buddy. And I like was not expecting that. Like I watched the first episode and I was like, I'm like really emotional. I forgot how emotionally invested I was in Pat Perrin when I watched Bad Buddy. Maybe it was something that happened while filming that made them in have that thing know. going now. I don't know. There's so there's so much speculation <laughs> about like they're acting like weird in real life on purpose because they want the ship to end and like there's so much speculation around what's going I on mean, around it and that like I guess it's on me for letting that influence like how I thought that they would be acting on the screen but it was like it was like a pleasant surprise to see like how well they got back into the characters of Pat and Pran and I like the yeah. way that they ended up tying in the crossover like I thought that was a really ended up being a, a really cool idea and I mm-hmm. kind of like how it all came together yeah from my like one part watch of <laughs> a tale of a thousand stars <laughs> i will say this i was genuinely surprised how happy i was watching earth and makes back mm-hmm. i was like I just like I felt like I'm coming home. I'm just like I love these. They're fighting, yes. but I love them. <laughs> I miss them so much. Yeah. Me too. It was really Me good too. to see them again. I think it hits harder because <sighs> both Bad Buddy and then even a Tale of Thousand Stars is even older than Bad Buddy, so they were like the two oldest shows that were oldest, adapted yeah. in our sky. So like We've been away from their characters the longest, so seeing them back on screen again, I feel like just hit harder for both of them. Yeah. But yeah, like when when um like Pran showed up in the village and like Chief Hoopa yes. was there, I was like, 
so random. <laughs> so it all. God. Dude, coming uh, into that with no context was so random. You were like, <laughs> Funny. Yeah, that's just confusing. Trying to watch the A Tale of Thousand Stars. Yeah, I, if I had known that, like you were planning to watch them, I would have been like, make sure you watch Bad yeah, Buddy too. I didn't know myself that I was planning to do it. So, <laughs> oh god. Yep. Yeah, it was oh. a lot of fun, uh, and I loved, I loved the conclusion of Tian and Pupa's story. Like that was probably the most Please. gratifying. I cried. Conclu- oh my god, it was so beautiful. <sighs> I'm still like, especially because these episodes just aired. Pixie, did you watch the second episode or did you just watch the first one? I just one watched you were part confused? one of the first one. <laughs> well, <laughs> I haven't got like it. You guys are ruining my watch time because I had to come here and do this podcast Listen. while I was watching. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you, but I'll just say I'm it was like spoilers, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like very emotionally gratifying to see. Like, I mean, they basically they got engaged. Is like where it basically ended with them. Very, and I feel like I've, I've seen spoilers on Twitter. Okay, already. so yeah. yeah, it was just like such a good culmination for their characters and their story, and the whole scene was just like so beautifully done. I was like, this is like. They ch- they chose to end not only like the whole tale of a thousand stars and the story of Tien and Pupa, but I feel like it was the perfect ending for like all of the Our Sky episodes too, because it was just like such a gratifying end for the characters and for the whole production. But yeah, oh, it was yeah, just... it really got me when they started showing the clips of them from the original <laughs> series with that flute music behind it. <laughs> yeah, music. I did not expect <laughs> to get so. It really had me worked up. I was like, this is crazy seeing them again. Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird, though, seeing bad buddy characters overlap with A Tale of a Thousand it Stars. It was so unexpected. Like It was so weird. <laughs> like, I remember when I saw that this was a crossover, I was like, how could they do this to Tale of a Thousand Stars? <laughs> 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 but actually, like, other than Never Let Me Go, I feel like this was maybe, like, my second favorite one. Mm-hmm. Because, it, again, like, the way they executed it was so good. And I definitely have the bias of loving Tian and Poopa, which, mm-hmm. you know, that, that helps. But I, I do just... think that it actually made sense the way that they connected the it stories. Did. Like, I yeah. was so surprised. Really I was like, how are they going to make this work? But... It made sense, and I honestly really liked the way that they ended up connecting them. And I yeah. love the fact that, like, Tiana and Poopa and Pat and Pran just, like, exist in the same universe. Yeah. Right. I will right. say, watching, like, the first part, I just... It didn't feel unnatural for mm-hmm. Pran to be there. And, like, just the chemistry of the whole cast, kind of, it felt surprisingly natural. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really interesting to see them all kind of, like intermix yeah. and act together but i did um, have like the um, tiktok mean ariana grande <laughs> thing ariana, going when i saw pran <laughs> <laughs> no i loved pran and tian kind of becoming besties like oh their God, personalities yes. really mesh well they do i i do have two critiques though the milk love erasure is too much <laughs> that's what i was and the say. long tay erasure is too much where is Long Tay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Where is he? No. I was so sad that, especially with Ink and Paw, uh, we only got like those two, like there's the hot pot scene and then them being at the play, which like, obviously they weren't going to go up to the mountain with Pat and Pram, but I was like, we deserve more. They could have. Pa as like, they could have. They could <laughs> have found a way to have. make it work. <laughs> but yeah, I saw a lot of talk about like where Long Tay was without throughout the whole thing and also like what heather mentioned in the chat with drake having been in both of those shows i feel like they missed like such a funny opportunity with like mm. right wrong ra- wrong wrong is his character from a thousand stars and i forget what his character's name is in bad buddy he's wire corn i can't remember which one he is <laughs> But, like, they really miss an opportunity there with the fact that Drake was in both of those. I feel like they could have done mm-hmm. something funny. Like, wrong being, Mistaken like, his twin that lives on the mountain or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised with how well they managed to execute the crossover and how much I enjoyed watching the crossover happen. But yeah, it was... My one issue, the clothes. <laughs> no, but mm. it's not realistic. <laughs> they have... The clothes are new and clean. They're living in like this village up in the mountains. Like that's not realistic <laughs> at all. Like they should be sweating. You know what I thought was just like what? Yeah, that and the fact that Pran was wearing like a full outfit the whole time when they were like hiking and stuff. Like, why was he hiking in a corduroy jacket? <laughs> yeah. And there's not a single drop of sweat. Like, the, it, it's it no. just takes me out. Pretty it people don't sweat, out. don't I you need... know that, Pixie? <laughs> it just it it annoys me so much you have no idea oh i love it occupational hazard you can't just enjoy things but yeah no i agree with that though like they do not look like they lived on the mountain or like they were hiking up the mountain or anything like that but Gotta make sure your actors stay looking pretty. So I guess that that trumps out over <laughs> outfit accuracy. Yeah. But no, I think I I really liked how this all ended up in the end. And I think that A Tale of Thousand Stars, like, I think this one is probably my second favorite. Very closely coming after, like, the Vice Versa episodes. Because it was just, like, a lot better than I thought it would be. And I really, really loved how Tien and Poopa's story ended. Like, that was just yeah. like chef's kiss god tier cinema yeah yep yeah so overall i feel like i think my biggest issue with our sky is that the whole production felt very rushed yeah like from the time mm -hmm. that it was announced which was in gmmtv the press thing last year yeah the showcase um, thing i don't know i don't know i just felt like it it started it came out of nowhere which i guess it did start filming like a couple months ago, which like we were a quarter of the way into the year at that point. Mm -hmm. So I guess it makes sense. But I feel like the production process was so fast. Like it was like, oh, we're, we're starting this. And then all of a sudden the eclipse was filming and the eclipse was done filming. And then something else was filming, but this was done filming. And like, it just felt like every aspect, it just felt like it went too fast. I was like, I feel like yeah. they didn't take as much time as they could <laughs> have to like, mm make the stories fitting for some of them more fitting yeah. for some of them and like i know I mean, a lot of these the, actors the, have other projects and stuff that they're tied to but the promo material they filmed for the showcase mm -hmm. was better than most of the episodes <laughs> yeah i i mean yeah i just don't it felt like for such a big project like that mm -hmm. that was like their big announcement from the press con last yeah. year and like for such a big project i felt like they did not put as much effort into the production as I would have expected. Some of them yeah. are really good. Like some of them were like top tier, like really exceeded my expectations. But then like with others, I was like, where was the effort? Where was the time? And I'm sure it depended on like the actor schedule, the production schedule. They were all being directed by the directors who did their individual series. So I'm sure that factored in, but overall it just felt like it all happened too fast. And I feel like the whole production suffered because of it. Yeah. I had high expectations since this was like the second time they were doing Our Sky and I was mm -hmm. just like, okay, they've learned they're going to do it properly this time and it's going to be awesome and it just it felt like it felt like such a money grab and especially like I noticed in in the Eclipse episodes that the product placement was so mm -hmm. in your face that I'm just like <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a commercial. Thank you. <laughs> like yeah. it was, they weren't even trying to hide it. I, like they were zooming in on those creams after they used them. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> what? Yeah, Honestly, no, I think that was a big thing. That was with a big the thing. eclipse. Like the original eclipse did not have like super severe product placement, and so I think that made it even more blaring when there was so much in the Our Sky episodes. But thinking about something like Vice Versa, which like one of the jokes was how many fucking products they advertised in that show, the fact that there was only like 
maybe two advertisements throughout their Us Sky episodes was like, I was like, this is, this is a relief for a vice versa enjoyer. Like, they advertised so many fucking products in the original show. But yeah, there definitely was like this feeling of like, especially with like, I know Kayla, you said you had thoughts about like the merch and stuff too. Yeah. Just like, I think that also factored into it a lot too. Yeah, yeah I saw that, the, the hats for the clips that I'm guessing mm-hmm. is going to be sold. Honestly, bad quality hats. Embroidery on the hat looks really bad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Why do we need hats? Why do we need... Why do we need it? I think they literally couldn't think of another product to make (laughs) to get people to buy. (laughs) Like... uh, There was one episode of the My School President one where literally I was laughing my ass off because it was like part one merch part two merch plug part three merch plug and i was like this is literally just a long advertisement for merch yeah 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 and it felt it I was know, a lot. like a lot of merch someone pointed out with the bad buddy and a tale of a thousand stars one that like you could tell that they really like they they felt like they had to put out merch for all of them but like for some of them they just could not think of things because like for Bad Buddy, they had, like, the mask, the Nong Now, like, eye mask. And then for Tale of a Thousand Stars, they just mm-hmm. had, like, a fucking t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And they advertised <laughs> them in, like, the same, the same like, little picture. And someone was like, they clearly could not think of anything else to make out of merch for a Tale of a Thousand Stars. And so it just, like... Have you noticed how much, like, GMMTV is just... They keep on increasing the push of merch like the merch drops now it wasn't as bad last year Mm -hmm. or the year before that and do they have the same thing with like their lacorns some of them but mostly no (laughs) No. largely no (laughs) like i think some of like the really popular ones have gotten like a product here and there but it's definitely mainly with the bl because um, it makes it feel so cheap yeah. It's like they're using BL just just to like get money. Mm. It's just their and focus I always... is so <clears throat> on the merch. Yeah. And I always wonder what portion of the money that's earned actually goes to the actors because they're using their likeness, but Maybe GMMTV is taking like all that money, which that yeah, part G- of it, I'm dude, like, oh, uh, GMMTV practically owns the, these boys. <laughs> I'm guessing they're not mm-hmm. like getting anything. It's probably part of their contract that they have to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't like the trend. And I think fans should be more careful about how much they spend on that stuff. Yeah, but every time they drop something new, this site is like breaks because of how many people are trying to <laughs> buy the stuff. So yeah, I guess whatever GMMTV is trying it, to but... do is working. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, some of it was cute. Like some of it made sense, but I feel like they felt like they had to have something for everything. And so like some of the stuff, like it seemed much more obviously like a cash grab compared to like some of the yeah, others. I mean, so. We've already had merch for these shows. Mm-hmm. There's literally <laughs> no need for more. That's why I'm just like, okay, do like a small launch for each show you have. But these are old shows. You could relaunch the merch you had at the beginning. Like, don't make new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such yeah. a waste. Oh, yeah, it is a waste. They should do something that is like a collector's item, like an mm-hmm. acrylic pin. Or mm-hmm. like an enamel pin, something like that that you could collect. I feel like would yeah, and, and be less like limited overconsumption. Um, yeah, limited. What do you call it? Limited release. Limited yeah, edition. so they don't sell as much and like produce too much stuff that people are never gonna use. Yeah, I mean, we can think a little bit about like how all this spending affects the environment, especially when it's when it comes to clothing yeah yeah 
I have an agenda. No. <laughs> Pixie's using the podcast for her environmental, environmental. clothing <laughs> conscious agenda. And she'll listen. I support it. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I think it was fun. And like, if you if you go into it not taking our skies so seriously, like I think overall, I enjoyed most of the episodes that I watched with like a few that like fell flat obviously like the eclipse one i think that was generally fell flat for a lot of people but yeah i think our sky is not something that's meant to be taken seriously like it's a very much a fan servicey product they're doing doing these like very outlandish plots because it's just meant to be like fun and goofy and out there and i think they overall succeeded with that goal pretty well but yeah it just felt like it was a little bit like it, it was too rushed for my taste, which is like, and I felt that when I was watching a lot of them. And I feel like, you know, this could have been better if they had taken a little bit more time with the story. But yeah. people have other projects to film. I know we've got like Only Friends, Last Twilight, and all of these shows have like started going into production in the last couple of weeks. So I'm sure mm. that probably factored into how much time they had for Our Sky. But yeah, so I thought it was so fun overall. And like, I'm glad that they did it. I thought the original Our Sky had some really funny episodes in it too. Like I, think I love it's worth the... it just for the comeback of A Tale of a Thousand Stars. <laughs> that alone, exactly. That alone makes it wild. But yeah, it was fun. I had fun with it, and I guess it's kind of like for a lot of those characters, like this is their way of saying goodbye to them. Mm-hmm. Which, like, it was very. It, it kind of sucks because, like, for something like a Boston Babe, their Our Sky episode ended like aired like right after their show so it's like Mm -hmm. show is over our sky's over goodbye sharon gun but then like with like (laughs) tian and poopa it felt so much more fulfilling because like we've had those characters for like over all of these years now so their goodbye felt like very very gratifying in that sense Mm. but yeah it's like the way to say goodbye to the characters i think which is nice thing to do for the people who are attached to the series and to the character so Mm. that was fun Mm -hmm. overall a good good little project. I just wish you put a little bit more time into it. Yeah. But, yeah. Any other final thoughts before we wrap it up? Yes. No. no. So you're going to have to go so. watch the Bad Buddy X, A Tale of Thousand <laughs> Stars. And it's all four episode glory, so you can appreciate it further. It's good. Yeah. yeah it's good. It's, it's, well, at least it's two shows that I've actually watched before, so <laughs> yeah. it should be fine. <laughs> Despite my feelings about Bad Buddy, I did actually finish the show, so. (laughs) So one for Pixie. Mm -hmm. Okay, then that is it for our episode this week. Which of the Our Sky 2 episodes were your favorite of the bunch? Let us know, like, what your favorite concepts were, which ones really hit for you, which ones didn't. We want to discuss with you guys, so leave us a comment down below or... Hit us up over on our socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We're always interacting and replying to you guys over there. And don't forget, you can still support our Thailand trip. And that's another reason to follow our socials, because we're going to start posting a whole bunch, like all of our Thailand trip, not all of it, but we'll be posting a lot about our Thailand trip on social media. So you're going to want to be following us. And if you still want to support the trip, you can find a couple different links to do so down in the description. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed the episode. Share it with your friends who you also watched Our Sky with. We want to know what you guys thought. And sharing the episodes really helps us out with the algorithm. But that is all for this week. Thank you for joining us. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I watched two parts of the A Tale of a Thousand Stars, Our Sky. Oh, that And I'm super confused why Pran is there. Oh, well, because it was a... Oh, did you? You've got to start the four. We'll have to discuss it. Yeah, you've got to start... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have to discuss it in the episode. Yeah. Four episodes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 